When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to No Chill with Gilbert Arenas. Uh, our guest today parlayed his love of video games, marketing, and social media to become the face of NBA 2K. Now you're the head of what? Lifestyle and content marketing, working with hoopers, influencers, entertainers, everybody to really help keep the brand flowing and thriving and surviving. We got Ronnie Singh, but y'all know him better as Ronnie 2K. What's we up, appreciate everyone? you pulling up. Appreciate you. We, appreciate we pretended to have a studio audience. <laughs> <laughs> I'm great. <laughs> We got all the oh, oh, please, everybody. <laughs> we have quadrupled our audience size <laughs> at Gil's crib. So when people think about NBA 2K, they, they think about you, obviously. So how did you become the face of the NBA 2K franchise? Um, it, obviously, like our the the way that we've built this title is is built on hundreds of people at our organization. I mean, this game has really just changed what gaming and basketball really stands for. Um, and you know, like I'm a very small cog in that, but like uh, being a, a part of like shifting it from more than a, you know a basketball game to a cultural kind of phenomenon. Uh, so a lot of things that I work on these days are, as you mentioned, you know, the interactions with celebs and influencers and whatnot, but trying to like figure out where the periphery of our audience lives, you know, like we've done a remarkable job of hitting that ceiling of like everybody that loves basketball and has a console, they probably play 2k, right? So like, where can we extend and where can we grow? So things like, you know, uh, the fashion, the music, um, you know, I'm actually here in LA partly to, uh, listen to like some of the people that are building our soundtrack for, for, uh, this year's title. So it, it's just a massive business. You know, we have partners across the NBA. We have everybody who's ever, anyone playing our game and, you know, like it's just become this thing that just means so much more than the small video game. Me and Gil were talking about how he was on a, he was on a cover all, all those years ago for the other title and how much it's changed uh, since then. Like that industry, the basketball video game industry has changed so much since then. Yeah, I was telling him, I was like, I, was, I had two brands, right? And um, I played 2K, like that's, that's what we played because the features was better. It was just like, like the, just, the game just played better. Mm -hmm. And the other one had a bigger name, yeah. right? So back I'm in those days, yeah, right? back in those days, back and I'm sitting here like, ah. And I was like, at this point where I am, you know, I'm gonna just take the bigger name, even though I don't play yeah. the game anymore. Yeah, right? I don't play that game anymore, but I just want to take the bigger name because I had a bigger audience, yep. and you know, I was trying to just align myself with just big brands, and that's why I went that way. And then, you know, looking at Chris Paul, like. <laughs> when they do like all the decades, I'm not part of that. Yeah. And, and um, it's, what's, what's it's crazy, crazy is that was my first year at 2K. Oh, what? So all those years ago, 2008 was my first uh, year at 2K. So like, I I wasn't part of that decision back then. Um, and maybe it would have been different if you know, like obviously you and I have been friends for a long time. Uh, maybe it would have been different. Who knows? Yeah, it's just it's just crazy how the game has just evolved, and you know. Um, especially with the youth, I'll have kids 
Just one. <laughs> His name is Malachi. When, when the game is about to come out, two weeks, He's gonna ask every single day. He's gonna he's gonna wake his parents up at two, three. Like how many more days do we got? And he's just going. Like it's just like he's he's such a phenomenon when it comes to the game. It's yeah. un unreal. Like yeah. I've never seen a kid who's so obsessed. Like he wants his like he's gonna do all his chores so he can have like a thousand dollars so he can just buy all the packets and shit like that. And it's it's just good, a good way to keep him in check in August. Those <laughs> yeah, kids. Yeah. Yeah. Did they send you the cold jets? Like no, no, no. It's like I get him in like a week. Yeah. All right, next. Did they send you the cold jets? I'm like it's like no, they haven't. Well, can you DM like hold just relax, <laughs> little shit. <laughs> but it's it's funny how the game just evolved so yeah. much. It means so much to so many people, and that's really like the platform that you want to build, you know, to be able to obviously live in a lot of spaces, be able to give back to the basketball community. And, and you know, we have 2K foundations where we build courts all over the country. Like, who would have thought that we would be at the position, a platform where we're actually giving back now to, to basketball and being able to, like, you know, build courts and extend basketball further, you know, like, yeah. That's the amazing thing. Basketball has given so much to us. We are now giving it back to to the game. So you started there in 2008, 15 years later now. You know, for me personally, I can't keep a job for more than three <laughs> or four years. So I'm like, I got to get out of here. Like, you know, whatever the reasons are. But yeah. what have you seen in those 15 years, just the growth of the game? Like we mentioned before, we were coming up in the 90s. We were playing a different game yeah. that kind of, you know, got packed up and got booted out. And everything has shifted to 2K. So what's it been like for you just to see the growth of the game and then your growth at the company as well? I mean, a lot has happened in those 15 years, uh, but I'd say that the, the biggest thing is it's like a great place to work. There's so many innovators. Our visual concepts teams always pushing the envelope. I don't think any game changes as much as ours year over year for an annualized title. Um, and, you know, the the emphasis on gaming in general has just tremendously increased right like people when we used to play video games right it was like mario kart in the basement mm -hmm. and like it was a social couch cop co-op kind of opportunity and now it's you know like with esports like you can actually make a ton of money doing a youtube content creation and twitch and um there's so many opportunities to like raise you know a whole family on on you know revenue generated and that's what's really great like who would have thought that this would have happened like this as in terms of like my place in that like it's been very exciting to uh with the growth of social media the growth of influencer marketing like really kind of try to help lead the charge and as a brand to do really cool things and and get people to talk about our game in a way that's more again more than just a basketball game um, to be kind of more player first. I mean, the way I came into the organization was I played 2K a lot, you know, 2K5, I was top 10 on the leaderboards. Um, I joined in 2008 and my first job was a forum manager. It wasn't anything like glamorous, right? But what it allowed me to do was really understand our consumer. I was our consumer. Mm -hmm. I was a super fan that just got brought on because I was a super fan. Then I evolved as a marketer and, um, you know, really learned a lot from just amazing people and rode the, the rise, right? Like grassroots, social media, all of this stuff developed. I was very hungry to learn and be the best that I could be to help the organization in any way that I can. But to your point about 15 years, right? Like I always thought like I was uh, studying to be a lawyer, right? And so to do this massive pivot and now join a video game company in a marketing role was such a dramatic thing. 
I thought like in college, I bounced majors every like two weeks. So like, I always thought I'd be the guy <laughs> that would jump jobs every couple of years, you know, like learn, develop, leave it in a better place and then go. It's amazing. I never thought I'd be somewhere for 15 years, but that tells you about my belief in our industry, my belief in the people that we work with. Um, and just like the, the great thing that we've developed and continue to, and, and, and that we're just still scratching the surface that I'm still very excited to, to go to work every day and take it to another level. And we talking about spot on. I know, right? <laughs> like shit. <laughs> you might even want to stick around. Like, spots I'm at. like, no, but when you talk about being a super fan and making that transition to work yeah. from the company, it seems like I think in life, especially in the corporate world, like I see it all the time. People be good at one thing. They might be the best in their field, but then they try to come to something that's not organic or authentic to who they are. Yeah. Like how I'm working, making whatever at this company. Now I'm over here because of the skills and success I've had over here. Totally. It's supposed to help me, but it doesn't always resonate like that. So how seamless or easy was it for you to make that transition? Cause you're actually using the product, playing the game, you yeah. know, just loving the community. You're nice on the sticks yeah. to now be able to help influence just the culture of 2K. Well, going back to the legal thing, right? Like I was, uh, I went to law school, dropped out, went to go work for a law firm, was working 90 hour weeks, just like I do now. Now, or even more right like uh, it is a it is a 24 7 job i mean i get texts in all random hours from nba players and 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 celebrities and whatever asking for something or with an idea or or, or what have you our game is a 24 7 service right like i'm getting hit up by our development team at, at odd hours of the evening so it's a it's a constant 365 24 7 i took my first vacation last year when i got married and went on my honeymoon last year for the first vacation in years it is, but I also tell people that I haven't worked in 15 years as well because it's it is so seamless to what I am and what I represent. Even like being a sneakerhead and getting to like live out that dream in the video game space, like that is uh, it's just so inherent to what I do that it doesn't feel like a job. But that was a great question because there are a lot of people that are very talented marketers, better than I could ever dream to be, but they're not like passionate about what they're doing. It is a job and. For me, it's it's more than a job. It's a it's a lifestyle, and it's like something that I embrace, and like it follows me around when I'm having, you know, when I'm at home or when I go out. Like I went to Super Nintendo World on Friday, and obviously that was so cool being a video game fan as a kid and seeing Mario and all that stuff. Um, but like I'm getting approached by fans and getting talked to about the next 2K and that's always going to be there. And it like, whether I work here for another 50 years or work here for another five days, like I will always like have that love and appreciation, um, for, for where I am and, uh, helping this brand be the best that it can be. Is that, the, is that really the key to just longevity and success is, um, enjoying, enjoying it as yeah. <clears throat> that this is what I love to do. Yeah, I think like this generation is so like the grass is always greener, right? Mm -hmm. And like the, there is a better opportunity. Um, but like you should also be grateful and like open and try to like push the envelope in ways that others can't. Like when I joined the company, there was no social media department. There was no influencer department. So like I had to like learn, 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 and then grow those and apply what I learned into, into those fields. It's just like being a basketball player. If you have a passion for it, you're gonna to wanna to add dimensions to your game every mm -hmm. off season, right? Like it's it's the same exact evolution, but it all starts from a place of, are you passionate about what you're doing? Because if you're not, then you make that move early. 
I really bounced around. Like I can't tell you, like I changed my educational emphasis, my major, whatever, probably 75 times in college. Like, because guess what? The, the position I wanted didn't exist, mm-hmm. right? Like social media, grassroots marketing, like that's an evolution of the last 15, 20 years. I am one of the, weirdly enough, I'm one of the OGs in that space now, right? Like um, it's uh, something that I had to like learn and carve and I didn't really have a quote unquote mentor in that space. I had to just, you know, trial by fire, but it's it's been such a exciting ride and something that I feel like so uh, excited to like be involved and thrilled to go to work every day, like I said. <laughs> That's why your comment was like, I haven't had a title in 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Because you just created you just so quit. much. Yeah, you just, make, you just make your role what you want it to be. And if you're good and provide value and, and uh, then you know, you, you're, you're going to succeed. So you mentioned, you said your first vacation was last year, honeymoon. <laughs> How difficult is it to find that work-life balance? I do a ton of work in social media and I got a lot of young kids who are in the game. And my thing with them is always like, like, what are your hours? And they'll tell me their hours like then you don't work in social media because <laughs> you don't have hours. Like mm-hmm. you wake up at three in the morning and some news just broke or whatever it may be. You gotta be if, on it. If you don't know how to maximize and capitalize and jump on that stuff. But ultimately too, to be successful at this shit, you gotta take a step back every once in a while, appreciate life, hang out with your family, do whatever you may do. So how, how difficult it is for you to find that work-life balance? And when you were on that honeymoon, are you getting texts and hit up? You know, cause obviously people don't give a f- about <laughs> your own person, they don't care. Like they need some shit, they gonna hit you. Yeah, it, it, it definitely is difficult. But like I said, because I'm so passionate about it, it is my life. Like, and, and that's okay. Like, I, you know, I think it's hard in a, like a relationship standpoint. Like my, my wife this weekend, we I had a lot of social activities for work. And she's like with me the whole time. And it is like energy draining. If you're not the right temperament, like if you are not extroverted in the, in the right way, you don't draw energy from those people. I, by the way, a big misnomer about me is that I'm super extroverted. I'm semi extroverted. I have to be to like be able to hang with, you know, the people that I hang with. But at the same time, it's, it's, it is not like this energy thing that I get from being social. Um, that's not the case for everyone. So like shutting it down, like you have to like, just find space and that, you know, again, like it's that, that whole title thing. Like I don't work Monday to Friday. I work Monday through Sunday, but then I also like mentally figure out like, here's where I got a window to just like have a do normal stuff. You still got to go to the grocery store. You still Mm got to, you know, like function as a, as a life partner, you know, in your everyday, I have a dog, right? Like, like there are things that allow me to like maintain that stuff, but it's just like being an athlete, right? You dedicate yourself in the gym, nutrition, all of that stuff. It is a lifestyle. It is not a career. It is you, you are drastically changing your life to be successful and that, you know, you do it as long as you can. And then, you know, one day you're going to look back and be like, okay, I, I really moved the needle there because I worked really hard. And that's, that's, that's true. I think that's what changes for athletes themselves. The, the, the top tier, yeah. it's a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. It's not, I went to practice for two hours, yeah. right? That's, that is, that's, you, you practice in two hours a day. We're, we're treating left it. behind. Yeah. We're treating it like a yeah. nine to five job. Yeah. 
right? I got to start off training. I got to do this. I got to watch film. I got to break this down. I got to I got to look at the opponents before me. I got to see what his stats are, where he goes left. Like when Synergy came yeah. in, I got to look at the Synergy reports on these players who I'm guarding. But also you got to take care of your body yes. and sleep and, and nutrition and workout. Like it is, it's the whole day. Yeah, to it be is. Great, to be great versus to be good is a massive, massive thing. Like, but it just takes that extra, like, effort and emphasis and focus to be great. And a lot of people don't, know, don't, don't just, have it. They don't, <laughs> they don't have they, it. It's, it's a job to them. I mm-hmm. even, I'm sure, you know, Gilbert, like there's a lot of, um, NBA guys that they love the check and that's what they do it for. That's, and that's, and that's fine. That's mm-hmm. totally great. Like, um, the, it's just like that in the, in the, in the workforce, like people want to make their money and they want to go home. And I, Sometimes when I go at people for their greatness, yeah. like you have the capability of being great yeah. because I, I know you, yeah. I know you're, st- I, I, I know you're just here just to do it. You're not actually here to be one of the greats, yeah. but you have all the tools. There's, it's amazing. To be like, great. There's a lot of like, when you're a fan, you, you expect your athlete to be <laughs> like possessed about their time on the court, Mm -hmm. but they're just a human being at the end of the day. And some of them aren't possessed about, about that. And that's totally fine. (laughs) Just get the check. Let's go. The same way the fans aren't possessed about whatever it is they do for a living. It's like, Oh, whatever. You're real estate agent. You showing houses all all hours of the day. No, you, you're just, you're the same. You shut shut it down. But the great ones, they figure out a way to like be very, very focused and efficient. So when we talk about 2k, obviously ratings, is all the way, right? Everybody's obsessed with their ratings. It's always, I'm on Twitter all day, every day when the ratings drop, you know, it's a, a shit show, it's a madhouse. But for you personally, have you ever had to apologize to a player for maybe no. underrating them? I'm saying underrating them at first and just not being no. familiar enough with their game? No. It just is what it is. No. But how quick are you to adjust? It's, by the way, the, the ratings thing isn't all me. We have a, a you know, impressive like team that watches hours upon hours of, of basketball and even in, uh, on the college level as these guys come up, like it, there's a lot of research. And then also there's a formula, right? Like it's based on actual performance. There's less subju- subjectivity than you would think. Um, but you, we are doing it over the historic life of basketball, right? So like the only 99 in quick game is 95, 96 Jordan, right? And everybody falls on, in line after that. Um, that's the kind like they put so much emphasis and thought into into that that so like no we, we aren't going to apologize for a rating being wrong well, i don't think we've ever changed it now look a lot of people try we've done some fun stuff like we had a show on un- uninterrupted where like carl anthony towns was like really upset about his um <laughs> his uh post passing skills i'm like dude like that is such a small attribute but okay you're upset about it that's fine so he actually we did that we built this obstacle course and we upgraded his badge because he actually did it really well so like things like that of course there's opportunities but like apologizing no like i think the, the that team does a tremendous job and like if you look at the ratings not by the number i think people get really upset because they're like Overall there's number. so many 90 there should be so many 99s because they're used to it with with madden like yeah. with, with another y'all game. not mad that's enough. not our style our thing is we're doing it over a historical course of time and there's only a few 99s in this span of the mm-hmm. 60 years of basketball you're, you're, 65 70 years 75 years of basketball so i rock with lebron i rock with the lakers i need austin reeves can we, what's up with the upgrade he's him <laughs> i mean i'm him crazy, he said it. La- crazy last night <laughs> that guy has evolved so much it's really impressive like 
even his own teammates like are, are kind of like speechless. So for sure, we're we're, we're getting that wind. Is that I mean, you got a galaxy opal? Okay, is that, yeah. but is that like a for meeting sure. right away? Authorities is cooking. We need oh, to go ahead. No, I mean no. that conversation's <laughs> happening live. Like okay. we were all texting each other last night, being like, he's getting a galaxy opal tomorrow on my team. <laughs> so so. So the ninety, okay, okay, that makes sense though. Yeah, right. So when you think about this, like ninety six is my 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 yeah. best. Yeah, we're going. And I'm like, well, if Jordan is ninety nine, yeah. I'm at ninety six. I can 96 take that shit. Ninety six, amazing. <laughs> you know, I would put myself about sixty five, but yeah. I, I need everybody who's below me to be below that too. I think there's only four ninety six pluses in the game this year. Giannis, Steph, LeBron, Luca. Unless I'm forgetting KD? someone. Oh, Katie's probably he's probably ninety six too. He's right around there. So yeah, the five Luka, guys. Luca has ninety six. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but that I but mean, that, he has everything. But that's what I'm saying. That that makes that would make sense. Yeah, right. And everybody now you fall plus. I, I, I know none of them are ninety nine. So it's 96, 97, 98. So I think I think what ends up happening is it's usually who we think we're better than. Yeah, and we see their number. That's right. So like it's not really the number. <laughs> it's the it's the this point guard. I I. Yeah. Kick his ass every time I play. Are you getting those? Why is this rating? Oh, that's, sure, yes. that's the thing I get. Yeah, and I, I, I understand that. You guys are like, we're built as competitors, mm-hmm. and you roast this guy the night before, and he has a higher rating than you. Of course, you're going to be upset. Yeah. Right? So, like, th- but like, that's what I'm saying. If you look at the list in order and forget the number, it's always like, oh, yeah, of course that's right. You mm-hmm, know, like, sure. give or take, you maybe you want to flip a guy here or there, but like, if you look at him in, in ranking order, the top 20 would line up with anybody else. Yeah. So we know we have guys that are hitting you up to get their own shit improved, but yeah. you ever have like teammates that got, oh, yeah. like, like, that's always, on, that's always actually really cool. And like, do you think that like, all right, maybe I had, I, a bunch, I had a bunch of the Nets. Uh, this was actually a really cool story. I had a bunch of the Nets reach out to me after Mikhail Bridges got traded over there, like talking about him, mm-hmm. his rating. And I was like, man, this guy's only been on the team a couple weeks. How did he have like this grip on these guys to be able to like affect, like, campaign his rating to me after only being a teammate for a week or two. That's awesome. Like that speaks to obviously See, that guy is very popular. Like I'll be worried about my own shit. I mean, that's only because they need, they're playing a game and they need them. Right? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> that, I, I need my guy to be a little bit higher. Yeah. <laughs> I know if you're playing on the nets as yourself and then you're like, I need some better teammates. Uh, that makes I, sense. I, I like I, that actually. That's good. I never played as myself. Oh really? No. What? Because I'm trying to win the game, right? I'm trying to like, you know, win with you. No, online, like I'm a six-four point guard, right? So I, I look for the advantages. So back then, I'm playing with Cleveland, right? I got LeBron at the point, yeah. Yeah, right? Like, you gotta try to guard me at the point, right? Yeah, yeah. So I got LeBron at the point, and I got so Larry happy, Hughes at the two. You were happy roasting yourself, yes. With LeBron. Because okay. you have to match up now, and I have the biggest lineup in the game. Yeah. Because you're cooking yourself you, as LeBron going against yourself. Yes. You yes. If you ask anybody who yourself? played me, I got Cleveland. <laughs> Everyone, I got Cleveland, and I'm driving baseline because there's like this little cheat code on the baseline. Yeah. Right? There's a little cheat code on the baseline. One. And like, I don't know if his, his spin was faster or Kobe's is faster. There was a spin that you spin, and it was just like automatically to the basket. And I just... I just cheat. I'm just, I just look for cheap. I just looking for cheap, little cheap things in the game, and I'm him. It's, a, it's amazing. I just went on this um, road trip where I played like 20 NBA players in 2K for some something we're about to announce pretty soon. And uh, it was crazy because like 
they all do that. They all do like they find this year's glitch <laughs> and they just hammer that over and over again. I'm like, you guys could not get this competition out of like you're even gonna do it against me, like all for a video. Like that's it's hilarious. It's double dribble, bro. Yeah, you just yeah. find a glitch. The like yeah, we, we were all playing online, time. bro. You're playing online, like you play online and you just you see someone do something yeah. like oh Oh, I do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So 2K23 recently made the season six announcement. So what can fans expect with the new update? Yeah, I mean, uh, every this season thing is like awesome in general, right? Uh, every six weeks, the game adds a ton of new content, 40 levels of rewards on both my team and my career. Uh, this year's uh, 40 level reward is the green go goblin, like, uh, what do you call those things? The glider, where you'd like get on a glider and fly around. Um, <laughs> obviously at 39, you get a badge upgrade. So we're trying to like suit out a cosmetic item and uh, you know, like an actual upgrade for your character. Uh, my team had a bunch of guys uh, join. Uh, this is the Sue Bird uh, uh, season. So she's one of the coaches, which is super cool. Um, and uh, yeah, like see the season thing, amazing. New music every six weeks. It gives aspiring artists a chance to add their music, new clothes, which like that's my thing. I, my, my hope and desire for 2K now is to give the next generation of gamers, the fashion designers, clothing, all an opportunity to use this as a platform for discovery and gets their, their word out there about their product. And, and that's super like close to my heart to do that. Okay, so when you guys are doing a six week update, yep. how do you hold back from the next, the next game dropping? Like, are you? Oh, you mean like 24 versus this yeah, season? Yeah, so yeah. I'd say that the, the 24 is like, brand new features, like thinking about the next evolution of a uh, career, like where the story's going, like that's how we think about that. And then uh, the the live content is new. So like new cards, new, that all goes into seasons. Okay. So it's like the rewards are season-based, features are annualized based, okay. if that makes sense. Okay. Shit. It's crazy. She, like when I first started, I, our, our business has changed. So I've had to like jump on that tsunami of change. When in 2K8, 2K9, when he was a cover athlete for, for the other one, we, we launched in October back then. And it was all about pushing everybody's attention to that day. Like this is when 2K comes out, go get it, make sure. Mm -hmm. Now, like, dude, like it changes every day. Rosters change every day. There's new, all these rewards. So like it is a 365 business. It has been, it's gone crazy. Like back in the day, you'd push that day, you'd have holiday, you'd have all-star and then it would kind of quiet out. We don't get no breaks now. Like yeah. it, it, we want to continue to be the best entertainment you know, offer that we can in, in this industry that's very, got a lot of kids doing a lot of things. We want, we want their attention and we've done a great job with that. Um, and, you know, we'll continue to push the, push the envelope there. I'm glad there's no beef too. No, are you going to start um, doing better with I the just crowd? just giving them about no, the Are you going to start doing crowd, right? What do you mean? Okay, so for fans that don't really, they, they don't, like go to arenas, yeah. right? You know, like let's say uh, we'll take the John Morant. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yep. When crowds start screaming stuff out, like mm -hmm. when you're gonna put that in the game on 
visiting teams that can that we can really a, we definitely have some emphasis on road people like getting on the the road team now obviously we are relegated with some of the like over the top stuff because we are an uh, an e 10 plus title and we are an nba property but but um you know we definitely want to be as authentic as possible so we definitely you've seen it with the you know like it's harder to play in our game if you're a road player versus a home yeah. home team um so yeah we try to balance that the best we can so you just mentioned you were on the road with, with like 20 plus guys yeah. playing games so a lot of nba players claim to be nice on the sticks we yeah they all do the bubble. like you know everybody's talking about their their him and their this and their that but who are some of the guys that are actually good at 2k uh well we had an espn players tournament of, of few years ago and Devin Booker won that tournament uh and he is really good at the game like uh it was a great year to put him on the cover obviously alongside MJ uh, you know at the year of greatness he is definitely one of our our greatest 2k players um I've always said in many many interviews that Paul George is really really good at the game I think our game's so big now that it's like it's tough because some guys are really good at quick games some guys are really good in the city you know this some guys are really good at my team so like it's a different play style and you only have so many hours to get really really good at something so it's a, probably a different answer for all of those different modes but like I've always said Paul George is is the number one guy and when you're playing those guys they talk and shit to you or do you hump oh, the NBA? oh yeah, of yeah, course. yeah, yeah. But i think that they're also like there's a little mysticalness of, of it like playing playing against me which i don't get as much time to play as i i used to but i did well in the series i'm not going to break my record but like meaning tell you of those 20 people how many i beat but it was <laughs> very many of them <laughs> so you, 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 you'll have to wait and see which 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 is which is funny now because you don't play as much as you yeah, did no, when I, you I first was started I was worried I was like I this year especially obviously like I got married right after launch I had a honeymoon um, and then we've been so busy with WWE launch uh, as well so I hadn't had as much time so I was a little concerned going into the series but then I had to lay the smoke anyway <laughs> <laughs> they didn't want it yeah. So in your opinion, obviously you've been there 15 years, played the game much longer than that. Who is the best NBA 2K team of all time? You had to pick one team to play wow. with. Wow. I mean, obviously all the Jordan teams are really yeah. good. Uh, the, I'd say the Kobe Shaq, obviously that team, 0-9-10, uh, that team's a lot of fun. Um, I always played, because he's such a glitch in the game, 0-7-0-8 Rockets with the Owl. I mean, uh -huh. he could basically gold yeah, 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 yeah. for a, for a long time. So that was really really fun, uh, really fun team to play with. Um, the Nuggets team with Andre Iguodala, J.R. Smith. J.R. Smith was god in our game in the early ten. Two thousand four five. Even like oh nine to like eleven. Two K eleven. J.R. Smith mm -hmm. is whatever reason was ridiculous. Um, so like that Denver team was really fun to play with. So those are probably some of the, the most fun teams. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. So we talked about this earlier. You, you're going to be a lawyer, kind of, you know, work for some law firms. Kind of say, ah, it's not, not me, not my thing. Yep. 
So what were some of your earliest experiences on the sports side and the sports marketing in particular? Yeah. So like uh, when I decided to take a break from law school, which ended up being a permanent break, I uh, I went to go work for a, a women's basketball team in the National Women's Basketball League. It was kind of like the offseason offshoot of the WNBA. Uh, I lived in San Diego at the time, so th they had a team there. Um, did this season there and then went to work for the Golden Baseball League, um, which had a bunch of uh, minor league non-affiliated teams in baseball. And I was a big baseball fan as a kid, so that was kind of exciting. And so uh, I joined as director of operations. I kind of ran all their game day entertainment, which was super fun in a way, too, because, like, it's all this entertainment that's unorthodox. Like, the thing that's happening off the field is more important than, than what's actually happening on the field in minor mm -hmm. league sports. So, like, we had giant toothbrushes that would brush the the bases because it was like a sponsorship deal that needed to be entertaining. So that's always what we were thinking about. Um, so, I, you know, I knew Jose Canseco as a kid. So one, we signed him to bring obviously a lot of attention. It was right during the time that he was writing the books around juiced and the, the steroid stuff in baseball. So maximum exposure, sign him to play in this league, have him bring, come back to baseball, got a lot of eyeballs with that, but he found out that, uh, <laughs> he found out that we had a Long Beach team and his daughter lived in Long Beach. So he asked immediately after we signed him, he played one game for us and then asked for a trade. And I was really salty, <laughs> I was really salty. So a week later he was coming for a road trip to San Diego after we had to trade him. Um, and the night before 24 seven is that job. We went to Bonds, bought a bunch of juice boxes and then we got stickers of his face and like put them on the juice boxes <laughs> and gave them as a like a, a game day promotion like you came in the stadium you got one and i didn't realize how big it was going to be i just thought it was kind of like my saltiness uh -huh. that was just i'm going to get him real good and then it just went crazy like and again this is before twitter and this was 2007 or, or whatever year it was mm -hmm. so that was my last job before i i joined 2k a few months later i I applied for the floor manager position at 2K and I've been there ever since. Dang, petty. That's so Two men, one in particular, who appreciates yes. high grade pettiness. That's, yeah. It's that's, important. That's that's what I did with uh, LeBron. Yeah. When, uh, during the playoffs, I was hurt, but um, it was, we were, was this the 07, 08? when it was a whole thing with him and Deshaun Stevenson. Oh yeah, I remember and that. And I was going back and forth about uh, who's overrated and all that stuff. And I, I had Papa John's make the uh, Crybaby James 23 shirts <laughs> that everyone wore I on our home those. game. Yeah, yeah, so that was like, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure. I uh, mean, that's, I think it's just so in, in, like integrated with entertainment, right? Like you wanna have characters, you wanna care about these people. And so like, you know, creating villains and creating like good guys. I, I, I mean, for a while I was kind of the villain of 2K as mm -hmm. well, right? And, and so I think that people just connect with, you know, that, that kind of um, personality and characteristics and like a little bit of clapback. They wanna see themselves in the, in the characters mm -hmm. that they see. And people are, if you're a sports fan, you are competitive. You want to see competition. So really leaned into that in my early days at 2K. So you talk about being the villain of 2K. Did you embrace that role? And what does that really mean? I think people, a lot of times, like, we all do. I know you don't give a f 
Like people, people say, wow, shit to you all the time. I'm always just like, you know, how do you like, because I'm still kind of in that phase where, you know, the death threats and all that type of shit. Yeah. You, you get enough of them. It's like, motherfucker, you're not really going to do shit. If you were going to do it, just go ahead and do it. Yeah. You're no not one, giving me a warning. No yeah. one warns anybody before they kill them. I'm not, hey, I'm, unless you're really a psychopath. Yeah, yeah, unless you're really about it. But Yeah, I, I think that like we are very player first. Like it was, it's very important for us to like give the best experience to the fans with our game. But like me personally, um, I don't develop the game. I, I don't. <laughs> but you know, it doesn't matter. They see you, you're the face. The face. No, they sure. think you do everything so, at the company. But when I read my comments that are like, you know, the obvious, like this is wrong with the game or this is wrong with whatever, I, I can only control what I control. And like the things that they actually appreciate about me are the philanthropic things and the, the way we give back to basketball, the way that we've pushed culture forward, all of that stuff. That's things I'm responsible for with my team the the stuff with the game like of course like i share the feedback with with our amazing visual concepts team but it's not something that i deal with day to day so i'm not as affected by those it just doesn't really phase me because yeah. it's not my everyday now if people said you don't work hard then i'd probably be a little bit more upset about that but i i, I never get those comments so it's why i got i've got people i know who manage like social media accounts right so it's a brand whatever it is but they're the one tweeting from it yeah and the, the brand account will get clapped back on and yeah. they, but they take that shit personally yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> like people know it's them behind doing it yeah so that should always crack me yeah, up. I mean, yeah. To, put, to put myself out there as Ronnie 2K um, was was definitely a, a bold maneuver, but it just felt so right because we're in the, the field of entertainment and sports and again, creating those char characters, creating a villain or creating a, a face or creating, you know, whatever it is that's going to have a point of view, but one that you can connect with. There's never been any question that I'm a huge fan of 2K and that I grew up on this game and, you know, like it was authentic. Like it would be very hard to duplicate that kind of same thing because it is so organic, but authentic, like true. You know, like I was a true fan that just became a super fan that happened to work for the company and then grew in the company and, you know, became the face of the company. Like it's a, it's a path that people have seen over 15 years and can understand and relate with. And so it, it's, yeah, it's kind of amazing in that way. Yeah, how cool is it for you? Everywhere you go, I've seen you out and about at times, you know what I mean? Line of people always trying to get to you. Mm. Reminds me kind of like Stephen A. Smith, they've got the, the meme of him walking into the, the arena, but he's dapping everybody up. And, you, know, <laughs> and he, and like, you know what I mean? Like, he's Steph about to go drop 30. But how cool is it for you to see just the love? We talk about the hate, but we also got to talk yeah. about the love. It's a lot more, I think on social, sometimes you get caught. Like, for me, I could put it up something, and many people could love it. One person hates it, and I'm going to be worried about that one didn't like it yeah. as opposed to all the people would do so how, how cool is it for you to see the love that you get everywhere you go i just i'm so honored that like this thing that i love so much gaming and sports and especially basketball like um turned into this thing that i could like have a lifestyle feed my family but also like you know be able to give back and pay it forward to the next generation of, of the things i talked about and um, these young basketball players are always so excited to meet me. And, um, you know, I, I am this figure that they've grown, grown up with, you know, like 2K has been around 20, this will be our 25th year coming up. And I've been there for two thirds of it. And, um, you know, like that, that road and for it to mean so much to so many people, you know, like a lot of the young guys, like the first time I met Carl Anthony Towns, even he's a little older now, he's got to be like almost 30. He came up to me. He's like, you don't understand what you meant to my childhood. And same with Zion, like these like big time names. 
that are coming to the league now having played 2K their whole life. It just speaks to the, the power of, of this game and what it's meant to so many people. And then, you know, like the opportunity to be able to, like I said, build basketball courts across the country and across the world. We have, was it 30 courts across the world, six continents that we built. Um, I've just completed my 60th Make-A-Wish. Um, you know, I never thought it'd be a, like an opportunity to also like put good back into the world as well. And that's what I, you know, that's what I live for. Have you realized you are the biggest faced on video games that's alive for anyone from the age of eight to like 17? Uh, <laughs> like every kid, no, every middle school, don't. elementary, it's right to kid. That's like, you're like a hero to that. I mean, I appreciate you saying that. It, it does mean a lot. I, I mean, I think what why it means a lot is because I know how hard I've worked and how hard uh, the people I work with have worked to make that happen. Um, I, but yeah, I mean, I've, I've also always thought that like the second you like get obsessed with your own story or fame is the second it goes away. So like I, I don't focus on that. I kind of try to just live in the moment and give back where I can and like really like how can I inspire these eight to 17 year olds to also think like me and do good for the world? Like how can I get them to help me build these basketball courts? How can I help them? you know, um, give to make a wish and all the things that I, I'm, I'm involved in. That's where my kind of focus goes towards as opposed to like, uh, I'll have my old age to reflect on, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on things, you know? For sure, for sure. It's hard, you know, like when you're in it, like you probably know when you were playing basketball, it goes by so, so fast. fast. And then you don't, you, if, if you stop to think about it, it, you know, like it's, it's behind you. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so like, I think that while you're doing it, you just got to do it to the best of your ability, and then and then hopefully you can celebrate it one day. Mm -hmm. You start drinking your own Kool Aid, that's when you start setting yeah. yourself up for. You know what I mean? So yeah. you, you got to just stay hungry and humble always. So everywhere you go now, people are coming up to you. Obviously, a lot of love, but I know people ask you for wild shit all the time. So what's the most ridiculous thing that somebody's asked you to add to a two K? Ask me to add a two K. Wow. I mean, we get like so many crazy things like. It's nuts, but I've also like, a lot of people, our fans are very, very on it, like mm -hmm. very educated. Like, um, I'll, I'll never forget, like we had a, a wish kid. This is a great story, actually. We, our uh, last wish kid that wished to meet me and come to 2K Studios, his name's Wolf Floyd. Uh, it was right before the pandemic. He came and uh, the, he sat down with the dev team and he was talking about this open world where you could take your my career and go into stores, walk into stores and do this. And we're just sitting there like, the city, that's what we're doing. But the fact that his head had already gone there yeah. really spoke to like, you know, what, it made us feel, feel like, wow, like our fans mm -hmm. really get it and like are understanding the vision. And what's crazy about that story is that kid like went off, went on a couple years later and applied for a position at VC, independent of me, I had nothing to do with it, and got a job, he now works for Visual Concepts oh, as wow. a wish kid. Like, so the, the, you know, like the full circle-ness of like having anything in the world you could wish for and wishing to come to this silly video game company, you know, like the small little startup video game company years ago, and now for it to define his life and pay his bills and yeah. you know provide for him is just 
like that's the kind of story that I I, I glam onto and, and love about what we're doing. So it's kind of like he, he was a visionary. And I know you're already doing this shit. <laughs> For me, I always appreciate it. it. Might be something I'm already working on, but somebody's like, "You should do this, that, you or whatever." You want your fans to like, like get damn, it. you was thinking about that same yeah. shit that we didn't pay to think about. That's right. Yeah, that, that's like. Well, our, I mean, that. I know every. Uh, I what I love about our fans is they are vocal. Like, yeah, sure, my social media hate is what everybody in the NBA gets. It's fine, but they are so they really care, and like that's all you can do as a as a product and as a marketer, right? Make your fans, make your people like your consumer care about what you're doing every day. Do, do, that's all. How, it, that's how is it dealing with the, um, the vet, the old, uh, the retirees? How so? Like, um, cause I know that we have to sign stuff yeah. to, so is it So hard? you guys have to join the retired players association or obviously like if you just want to work with 2k, you just work with 2k. Um, it is, it is a lot of work and people don't know that because some NBA players don't, want they want to just fall off the face of the earth which mm-hmm. is totally understandable and what you want to do but of course your fans feel like there's a responsibility that you need to still continue to be in the video game and part of that mm-hmm. industry but it's really ultimately it's the player's choice how involved they want to stay mm-hmm. we love every you know it builds more our our responsibility with 2k is to continue to educate the kids about uh, the game of basketball. And that's, I'm talking about the 75 years of basketball, right? Like it's very important for us to continue to light, shine light on, you know, Wilt from the sixties and Kareem and all those players that really made basketball into what it is. And of course your generation, um, we need to continue to inspire, but it's ultimately it's up to the, um, up to the player, whether they want to be be involved in that. Yeah, shit, old dudes are haters sometimes. I know they just be like sometimes. Some people just don't like get gaming still, right? And that's okay. Which is wild. Well, that is what it is. We don't need you to get it. Game. Just put your name in the game yeah. so I can <laughs> pick you. Yeah. That used to be the worst coming up. It was like, you know, certain players. Because like, wasn't Scotty Pippen wasn't in the game for a while because he didn't sign his license yeah. deal. Like, yep. it's like, you come on. I to call Scotty myself and be like, look, man, like, these kids really want you there. And like, please do it. And you know what, you know what really swayed him? His own kids. Kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that, own kid. That's all he Look who this is. Who the f this guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, I mean, which is great. Like, you know, however we can allow you to give back to your your own kids, that that'd be great. So look, I'm sure players try to butter you up to get their ratings increased. I don't need any names. Obviously, <laughs> we're a show that we don't promote snitching, not even dry. No wet snitching, no dry snitching. But what's the, Wait, the I'm sorry, what's the difference between wet and dry snitching? Well, wet snitching is just blatantly like OJ did it. Yeah. And dry snitching oh. is like, you know, yeah. former running back they from might have yeah, former running back <laughs> source of sense. <laughs> you know, he might have, I know a running back who might have done something, but but um what's the craziest thing somebody tried to offer you to get uh, a boost I mean, in their joint? So many things. There's a lot of Google stories about it. There's some things that are way crazy. Um well, you're on no chill, but so I mean we sneak, need the no sneakers, chill. like you probably saw the, I, I don't want to talk about it. Just Google, uh, who was the player it was about? It was some, it was some Wizards player, actually. I don't we'll want to talk we'll about keep it. We'll it like that. We'll <laughs> wait, keep wait, 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 hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Is it, it my Wizards year? Player? No, it was a couple years after you. Okay. Damn, I thought no, it was one of my enemies. You uh, have ops on the Wizards. I got ops. I got ops. I got one. I got one. A famous, a famous Wizards fan offered something inappropriate i'll just leave to it to make okay. it higher to or make lower? a player's rating higher she's not even 
Yeah. <laughs> do, do you know this Wizards fan? No. Okay. You could Google it later. <laughs> that is hilarious. Okay. Well, again, all, you know, this is no chill, but we are all very intelligent human beings. We can let our minds go wherever it's yes. going to go. I love those kind of fans. But so when people, <laughs> when people offer you shit now, do you take it? Do you say no? Because no. I'm the same boat, the not, ratings, but not even with the expectation the of all The ratings are, are everything, authentic. Like, they're too sacred. But when somebody's like, oh, Ryan, I got these, these shoes for you. I don't do you know, like, all right, go, motherfucker, you want a ratings boost? I'll go buy them myself. Yeah, exactly. All right. That's right. It's too, I, I mean, it, it is what it is. Like, it's a slippery slope. I, I know sometimes we look at it, we look at some players that we think we're better than, but yeah, we're better than them because we're playing them one-on-one, but when it comes to overall game and your overall experience in the NBA, you're not better than them. Yeah, I you're mean, the better fan, than them one-on-one. The, fan, one on one, the but, fans will always keep us honest too, right? Like all of a sudden some guy's rating goes up a, a lot and he's not balling out. It's like, uh, <laughs> Ronnie, get some shoes? What, what happened? Yeah. No, I, I think it's like... <laughs> <laughs> really important to to keep them authentic because it is a slippery slope. And but the, the crazy thing, the, the craziest thing about this ratings phenomenon, I can't say this enough, is it is up to the player. Like they're dynamically changed. Like you ball out for a week, your rating goes up. You suck for a week, your rating goes down. Like yeah, see, that's it is the all on the, it's all on the player. That's I know the, back in back in your day, I think it update like maybe three, four times a year, mm-hmm. like with some patch or whatever. Now it updates, it can update every day. Every day. And, yeah. and so like, Shit. yeah, but they still care and it's still like this huge thing. But at the same time, like, you want yeah, a better like, go, Yeah, go like Steph better. goes like three for 19 go and then you're better. playing with him that day and it's like, come on, this shit ain't realistic. <laughs> it's just one night. <laughs> just yeah, one. We, don't, we don't usually do it over one night. Mm-hmm. It's a sample size, but... How wild is it to know that guys are playing the games and then they're going home after a week, two weeks? Like I ain't been cooking in a couple of weeks. I'm no, 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 I know the funniest no, one. That's why Gilbert yeah. doesn't play us himself. Uh, like, uh, <laughs> I know this one. I know, I know I would do this. And you see a player rank that's trash and it's like high. You're like, yo, this come on, this ain't real. Like it's, it's come on, he's like he's not an 85, bro. He's like a like a like an 81. Yeah. I know I know players probably do that because I would. 100 percent Yeah. Well, especially at the same position. Yeah. So in the history of the game, there's only been five players who got a 99, right? That's yeah. the, that's LeBron, Chris Paul, Kobe, Tim Duncan, and KG. So one thing about that, real quick. So that changed. Uh, I don't remember what year it was, but it was after 11 because 11, we started adding all the legends, right? Like we had MJ on the cover and all of a sudden we had, you know, 300 legends and obviously it's grown since then. Um, Up until that point, there were like, there was a story about how Shaq was a 102 year. That I don't think that's true. But, but, but so Shaq was never 100. It was. I don't. I don't. I, they did say he was understandable. 100, but like, so anyway, up until that year, the ratings were there were a lot of 90s. Like a, like a quarter of a third of the league was 90s. Once that happened, and we had to add a historical perspective, all of a sudden it was very hard to get a 90. Like we'd have maybe around eight to 12 guys a year have have a 90. Um, so all of those guys were probably before whatever year that was. No, they definitely were. So when, when, okay, so when it becomes, how do you factor in like real talent versus just like you're just good in that era? What do you mean? So, so like if you have, um, like who was a 99? I remember like, because most of when it first came out, most of the older guys were 99s. Well, now and now we just rated against the historical perspective of basketball. So like I said, 95, 96, uh, Jordan was a 99. Then everybody, everybody else falls under the line. You know, like, I mean, maybe there's a LeBron year that 
eventually can I don't know. Do you think there's a LeBron year or two thousand anybody else in the face 12, of basketball? Did they did anyone have a better year than Jordan did in ninety five, ninety six? Probably not. He had the best mm. statistical year of any NBA player in history. Now, okay, so so, so what about Kobe's thirty was it thirty five, thirty yeah, but year. he was really good offensively. Mm-hmm. He was not the he was not the complete player, player. that Jordan was was that that one year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They also won seventy two games that year, right? Yeah. So like, there's there's that whole thought. So, so last question for you: We talk about Victor Wembanyama coming to yeah. the league, most hype ever. I know y'all are probably. I was just thinking about yeah, it. I knew yeah. you know, so how do you go about you know figuring out what his rating is going to be coming in and just I mean. I've never seen a guy probably since Braun with that much hype and fan Zion. Zion. Not to, I mean, but more than Zion. Like he does have more than Zion. Like more, more hype than Zion. More than Zion. Oh, because it's French. No, I mean, Lewin <laughs> Bay. No, I think what what makes him such a standout is he can shoot like KD. He can dribble like a, a bunch of guys, like a, a guard, and he's seven five. Like. Right. That is a video game character if we've ever that's, seen that. We like make that is, every character. That's what yeah. you want to make in 2K. Yeah. I don't know how we're going to deal with that because we also don't want everybody in the city to be Victor. So, like, it's it's something we're definitely talking about a lot and it's kicking around to the one that guy is, is going to change the way we think about the game. But, I mean, we've dealt with it before, right? Like, Steph a few years ago, that was such a problem. Like, <laughs> all of a sudden... This guy's making 45% from 40 feet beyond. Like, how do we deal with that? Like, we don't want we don't want everybody playing 2K and shooting from half court over and over again every possession. So, um, you know, you have to adapt. You have to think about, like, how you're going to evolve the game. But the game continues to change every single year. You know, like, it's when you were playing, it was much more twos. Now it's threes. How many, how many more threes do you think you would have had in your career if you were playing? I would have shot about 10 threes a game. Yeah. I was shot about ten threes again. So and you would have ended up you would have ended up with three thousand probably yeah. or close to it, right? I mean that's cr- that's crazy, yeah. you know. So we had to have had to. Oh, that's happened in the span of our lifeline, you know. And so we've had to continue to think about how we change the game to adapt for that. Victor is the next one we have to we have to think Ooh, about. Ooh, putting him in a Detroit Pistons jersey. Don't do it to him. Yeah, I don't know about that. Don't do it. No, that, that's where that's, know, that's the biggest. That's the biggest French population, right? In Detroit? Yeah. Well, really? Canada, yeah, the, no the Canada French, like, yeah, that's... Oh, right across the... Oh, yeah, right so you're already, it's already, already on it. It's already been... <laughs> already on it. I'm going to see the ring. I know the ring. Well, we'll see where those ping pong balls land. They have the most? They were one of the top three, right? Yeah, they Houston, San Antonio, and Detroit. Yeah. No well, Ronnie, we appreciate you pulling up, oh, taking time pleasure. out. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going to get on these sticks. Gil, I think I can give you work on those sticks. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, no, I can't. I'm, I'm nasty. I'm probably. I'm nasty. <laughs> I, got, I got a house full of kids all day. Yeah. And that's all we do is just challenge each other. My kids are getting and to that level. They're young. I guess yeah. we'll just have to see. Yeah, they usually try to go Golden State. We have to make a podcast about who's, yeah. who's the better player. No, we'll pull up. Yeah, they try to go Golden State. And it's like, uh, I got Braun on Steph, so they're just going to be chucking shit. <laughs> this been another, for that <laughs> I already know. This has been another episode of No Chill with Gilbert Arenas. We'll be back with more very soon.